Hello, everyone. Welcome to Being Experiential Podcast. I'm here with the lovely and sensual Stephanie <laughs> Evans and me, the um, one of my energetic. Oh, I was like sexual. <laughs> energetic, little okay. sensual, Aaron okay. Pruitt. A little, <laughs> a little, I love how you make yourself like a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, I'm giving you all a little bit of insight on what the topic is today, which is erotic play. Yes. And though I am a very sexual being, I, I think Bethany outdoes me in this area of knowledge, experience, coaching. So, um, what the hell is erotic play, Bethany? <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. I mean, okay. So well, it's exactly how it sounds first, like eroticism is like being sexual or whatever excites you being sexually aroused, whatever your sexual drive is. And then play is just like anything you do for fun, anything that's amusing and fun. So so in short, it's sexual activity used for amusement and fun. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's important to talk about it this way, because I've always related to sex as a form of play um, in relationship. And I noticed that when I didn't relate to it that way is when relationships weren't really going that well. So I know that there are people that can have a lot of hangups around sex and their sexual identity or their desires and pleasure and all that. And that's why I like to focus on this topic a lot because I just noticed for me, at least personally, how it's affected um, intimate relationships and why sometimes I struggle to be in them. (laughs) That's been like my journey. So that's why I love this topic and why we're going to talk about it, how to be more playful and kind of get out of your head and enjoy body. Yeah. Into your body. Like it's supposed to be an enjoyable, it's not, it's like, I think it's like people, they get into this like performance mode or they're afraid, you know, like they want to men, I think more so want to please their partner. They can sometimes do performance mode. Even women can like want to make you know think they have to perform for their men and all this stuff and so I don't believe in that (laughs) (laughs) and um I love seeing people be really authentic in who they are sexually and how it improves like I've literally had conversations with people coach them around it supported them around it and then they're coming back to me and telling me about the amazing sex that they're having with their Mm -hmm. partners and that just makes me so happy (laughs) (laughs) oh that's wonderful yeah Okay, so for me, what I think is it makes this topic important is I, when I've worked with couples, um, to me, lack of sex or sexual intimacy, right? There's a kind of a spectrum. Yeah. It usually is a symptom of something happening in the relationship. Right. And so I, when I work with couples, I swear, it doesn't mean that the women, okay, so the men say, like I say, if you can have an outcome, any outcome out of working with me, what would it be? And they're like, the guys go sex. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Women go say other things, usually right. it's connection, wanting more appreciation, wanting to be understood. Then it's sex. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think like, I think a member nurse Stephanie said like, we like men have like on and off switch to sex and women have a few more buttons and turn on. Like we have like Mm -hmm. that dimmer. And I, so for me, sex is incredibly important to both people. It's just how we, the, how we get to it looks Mm -hmm. different between men and women. So, and I think play is not, I think what you kind of alluded to is play is not encouraged enough in the bedroom like I don't know mm-hmm. what the fuck people I mean like I don't know if it's something in our brain or we've been socialized but people like it gets like all of a sudden very serious yeah very fast and I'm like how is that possible well I know for me at least like if you've had a lot of trauma and of course if you've had sexual trauma that's gonna come into play so we're not like downplaying that that no it, and it's still possible to get to a space of of it being playful once you've done some healing and you feel safe. Like, I think that's the most important I've noticed for me because I, it's not sexual trauma necessarily that I've had it's emotional and mental trauma. So again, with what you're just saying, how Stephanie described how women are, we need to be like emotionally turned on and mentally turned on in order to then be sexually turned on. And so 
we also, our sacral chakra, which is where, you know, our genitals are, it holds emotional trauma. So when you start to have sex with people, like stuff that some of that comes out and that's why sometimes it can become very serious or, you know, emotions can come up. And I think if you're not in this world of self-awareness and reflection and healing, you don't realize what's actually happening. And so then you don't know how to handle it. And um, so I get that, that that's, that's a very real thing that I don't think gets yeah. talked about enough. Um, but the, but the, but if you have someone who you feel safe with and like, it's possible to have all of that, to have the, the healing sex and then also the playful sex and to also combine the two, like the playful sex can turn into like, wow, that was a really big release. I just had. And all this, like all these emotions came out that I didn't know was going to happen. And it becomes more of a, um, enjoyable process than, uh, starting with the whole playful aspect, mm. you know, instead of, um, it being serious and like, we have to do it this way. And it, you know, it, it, there, it needs yeah. to have this specific result. That's also something too, is like people are looking for a result rather than just being in the moment. Like what feels good right now? Like, you know, maybe I don't get off, but that it was still really fun. Think th- things like that. And when you say get off, that means orgasm. Yes. Okay. I was just saying, I'm like, that's what I think I thought it meant, but I was like, you never used that before. Yeah. Oh no. I totally, oh, okay. But I get off on like fucking with people, not just fucking people. So I was like, so that turns you on. So that's Aaron's yeah. turn on. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, you've seen me when I'm like, I know, I know. I, you poke the bear. You like to poke totally. the bear. I like, or I includes, I have an engagement with like, I'm talking to someone else. I don't know as well. And then the person who's closest to me, a friend or whoever, I'll pull them in on this joke. And they're like, what the fuck? Like, how'd we end up here? So yeah, I don't know how that would relate to bedroom, but it probably has some influence for me. Oh, well, I mean, it has to, right? It's like, you can go down that rabbit hole. We could totally go down that rabbit <laughs> hole if you wanted to. <laughs> I, yeah, We're not going I, to, because that would be a whole other conversation. <laughs> right? Like, oh, goodness. No, I think there is, I do, the, what I can see correlated with that is I, fun, play, being yeah. silly, and novelty. Like, I do like things to be changed up or different, even if it's not like, oh my, I'm not guaranteed to get off. Yeah as you would put it, I, I, I do like the, um, kind of that, whatever that rush is when you're not sure what it's good. Like you can't the anticipation. It. Yeah. You know, okay. like sex and you know, you're what's going to happen. You can write yeah. a script. Yeah. And you know, you'll get off. Like we do ABC. Yeah. And then there's times you're like, you have no idea. Like, I like that. Totally. Yeah. Well, because you probably live your, well, I don't say, I don't know if you live your life the other way, but yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And t- people tend to love in the bedroom, what they don't get out of the rest of their life. Yes. Right. I mean, that is the one place to like surrender and let go and like have fantasies and play them out and, um, be a different person if you want to, or, you know, show up differently. Uh, it's like, it's, it's a really safe place that, that society has made like really demonized like and it's also that was what I was going to bring up too is why people don't necessarily see it as play it's because we're conditioned to feel ashamed of our sexual desires you know especially if you grew up like in religion religious um cultures uh it's it's shameful or you know like if you want to have multiple partners or you want to be with a man or a woman and you are a man or a woman right it's like Mm -hmm. all these all these shameful aspects are tied to it sometimes that we don't realize are affecting us yeah. even if it's not actual the actual person we're looking at and we're in partnership with uh we can all of the conditioned subconscious beliefs that we have been since childhood will be there operating underneath and we're kind of like i don't know why i can't open up to you i don't know why i can't enjoy this right now like i just feel this way you know and i think it's interesting is i think you brought up two points one is to unpack it like what is because yeah. I do think some people are like I actually feel more I trust my partner when I'm in a relationship and mm-hmm. I can my sexy freak comes out I just feel like I can be self-expressed and then sometimes yeah. it's like wait is this mine or was I given mm-hmm. this and I don't want it anymore yeah have rules of what sex should look like totally or how or when but one of the things you pointed out earlier, if we could just maybe dig in a little bit, is mm-hmm. I really think you made a really uh, good point when you said oftentimes people want uh, what they want in the bedroom is what they can't have or don't have mm-hmm. out in the outside world. Can you go a little further with that? Because I think that's a really, really good point, and I see that often. Yeah, I can. Only, I mean, I can relate it to <coughs> me personally. 
like in my life, I'm a very like kind of show up kind of masculine or in charge, you know, it's like having to be the one who is the leader and takes the first step and takes initiative. So that's a little bit more dominant, right? It's a more dominant way of being in the world. So in the bedroom, I really want to be submissive and I love it when a man is, is dominating me, you know, obviously like with some, but like, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to, I'll, I'll go into like the whole role play thing of like, we'll pretend like, you know, you're really dominating me and even get into like, uh, the line of pleasure and pain, you know, like mm-hmm. I love to be spanked. I love to like a toy with that line, but I would, but I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to be physically hurt <laughs> in real life. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. want to, I've never been in a fight. Like watching people hurt each other actually really hurts me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like even with movies or, or Kingston will play, um, call of duty. And I just like, I can't watch this people shooting each other. Like, I just don't want to watch it. Mm -hmm. Um, yet in the bedroom, it's like, it turns into something different. Right. And, um, and I also think that I've seen that with people who like, um, like I said, want to be with the same gender or, um, uh, have a threesome, right. When it's, but they're like, I don't know, like, but, but they don't necessarily want to have like they want to have a threesome, but they don't want to be with two people in relationship, you know, but they want to sexually be with two yeah. people. Those are the only re- like actual physical examples that I'm coming up with right now. Um, yeah. But what it, is- yeah, no, cause I'm deaf. I'm so similar to you where I am. Um, I am strong in the world. I show up, I take control. I will take a back seat. Yeah. There's a lot of chefs in the kitchen. Yeah. In the right. middle pile of five kids, I'm like, fuck this, too much effort. I'll oh, just- totally. <laughs> I do the same thing. <laughs> um, however, in the bedroom, I am more passive. I like to be pursued. Yeah. And it's funny because I think that, but I do think that it's good for me to push myself to initiate or dominate um, yeah. because I know that most of my partners have enjoyed that. Not like all the time, but they like that every once in a while. Like, okay, what are we going to do? Because I think I'm so self-expressed sexually. Like, yeah, I've worked really hard on just, you know, appreciating my body, what it can do, speaking up in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. So I think it's fun. Um, I know Carl really enjoys like when I'm like, all right, like game on, this is how it's going to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I have to like get my head in the game for that. Like, yes, it's a I shift in energy. Like, yeah, you're like, just do it. <laughs> well, cause you're, you're, you're a woman. So you're innately feminine. So that's why that's where it's like with, with polarity, sexual polarity is if you're innately feminine, you're going to naturally want to be in that space when you're sexually turned on. Um, and you know, opposite with the man, like if he's innately masculine, he's going to want to be like that. But again, it's all about balance. So the reason that people want something different in the bedroom than they have in their, the rest of their life is because it's creating balance. Mm-hmm. Um, because all of too much of one thing isn't, isn't always good. You know, like you have to have the yin and the yang. And, um, and I think that like the example of what I was just saying, and you and I both like, where we kind of show up very masculine in our lives, men, obviously they show up masculine all the time. Like, I don't think yeah. a lot of men are not necessarily in their feminine a lot of the time in the world. So of course they're going to show up in the bedroom and be like, Oh, well maybe I can be submissive too. And, and it'll be fun. Cause they, they also want to enjoy that. So I have, I have a lot of couple clients where the male yeah. are not the initiators. Yeah. There is, um, they really like their partners to be more dominant. Yeah. So you have, I almost feel like they're both pooped. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. They're like, like, you do it. No, you do you it. Do it. <laughs> Um, have you ever heard of I mom so hard? It's too. Yes. Confused. I love those. Yeah. Okay. They're funny. Her, um, one of them said that her, how her and her husband do it. Whoever they haul ass to the bedroom, whoever makes the, gets the bed first gets to be on the bottom. <laughs> I love it. Oh my God. But you know what? It, that to me is I an example. Carl would just throw me. Like, I, right. Well, he's, he's huge. So of course, yeah. like, that's also why I like to be with, I love being small. Cause that's why I love to also yeah. be with like men who are a lot bigger than me. Cause I'm like, Oh, they don't mind just throwing me. Cause it's going to be easy. <laughs> <laughs> I think of like, Oh yeah, no, you're definitely covered with this. There's, 
I remember boys in high school, they would say something about small women, like, oh, you can't, oh, yeah. I can't remember now. And I was like, well, shit, I'm short, but I'm not small. So like, <laughs> I'm, I won't be one of those. No, you're still pretty, you're still, you know, yeah, you're still petite and, you know, in a, uh, in a sense. Well, yeah. With Carl, no, I actually, especially with uh, Carl. Oh my gosh. I looked up, <laughs> I looked up best positions because I'm five one. Let's be generous. He's six, <laughs> five. Mm. Be conservative. He could be, he used to be six, six, but he just assumes he's six, five now. Oh my God. He's like, right. I should be shorter. I mean, that's why I looked up tall person and short person sex. Cause there's some positions right? If we're both like, Oh, it's hard. Style standing it's up, really hard. Funny. No, yeah, it's not world. happening. It's not happening at all. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, yeah, it's just, I, I think for some people, like just looking at physically, physically, what are you capable of doing mm-hmm. and what's comfortable? What's, you know, sometimes it's fun to do stuff that's very uncomfortable, but yeah. that's not my, I'm not the biggest fan of like getting in a bunch of uncomfortable positions back to back. One, right. I can do yeah now every night no I'm like, mm. like well yeah I mean you get older your body starts to like I feel it now I'm only 34 and like you know have sex good sex and I'm like oh my god I was tensing up in places I didn't even know I would I, like I had muscles there oh my gosh <laughs> like, I especially if I'm on top of like Carl yeah I, like I'll, I'll go and I'll be like okay like because you know how there's times when you can just use them and sit on them okay yeah so, with Carl, he's, I can barely, like, I'm so sure. Your knees can't, like, your, can your knees? My hips are okay. sweet. Yeah. Usually. No, I get it. Hips can be wider than men's hips, right? For, right. Sometimes. He's so tall. I yeah. can barely get my feet in a position. So I have to use my thigh muscles. Like, yes. Really. So if yeah. I'm going to be on top and I'll look at him sometimes <clears> like two minutes, two minute warning. <laughs> Like, how do you want to do this? Because you got yeah. two o'clock before my quads are like, yeah, through this because the pain exceeds the pleasure. Oh, totally. I I get cramps, especially on my left side on my on my hips. Like, you know, yeah. yeah, when I'm on top, if I'm on top for too long, and it's like my legs just keep, you know, like spreading farther and farther open, and and then you're like, oh my god, I think I need to get off. Like, and you're I'm like, <laughs> and it becomes like not sexy, and you're like, oh, I'm so sorry, I gotta like scooch off now. I'm laughing, you guys, because. Bethany's literally doing the whole positioning in her chair. She put her arm behind Ooh, her back. That's exactly it. Erin gets to see what it looks like when I'm trying to get off of a penis <laughs> when I have a, a hip cramp. Oh, <laughs> a leg cramp. Mine's more like, um, yeah, mine's more like in the quad. I'm trying to remember what part of my body gets like cramped up, but it will. Like some, well, the truth is if I have a couple cocktails, my mm. threshold is so much higher. Like, Oh, for can. sure. And then when I'm like, other days or if I've had like a gym leg day I'm like mm-hmm. oh yeah you're like fuck that no. <laughs> ain't happening oh, uh, okay so okay here's a question for you it's totally yes. what is the most uncomfortable position for you and what is the most like easy comfortable position for you um honestly <clears throat> the most uncomfortable I I have like a weird I don't know, my pelvis or my pelvis, my uterus, I don't know. Like, it's just like at a weird angle. So it depends on the angle and like the size of the penis <laughs> and like, what, <laughs> and what the man is willing and able to do in terms of yeah. moving his hips. Does that make sense? Yeah. So <clears throat> the most comfortable is definitely me on top because I'm in control. Mm. Um, so I can control like the angle of it. And like, as long as yeah. he doesn't try to move and like start taking over, that is like one of some, I like it sometimes, but I really don't like when like you get on top and then like the man starts to try to take over and you're like, what do you think the point of me being on top is like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's nice, but at first, like, just let me do it so that you can find out where to go because I, like the angle is like really important to me because it'll hurt if it hits like the wrong spot. Um, um, so I do like it like doggy style. I like that, but it can be, become very uncomfortable. It's at the wrong angle. Also like the guy on top. It, again it depends on the angle he's at <laughs> that's all I can say I don't know it's uncomfortable it's uncomfortable right so it's like what I have is, what's the most comfortable so, uh, me on top, top is when you're is, in is, charge is, yes unless yes. he knows like unless he's read the like he tracks you just okay this unless is we've right we've done it a few times and he knows which angle to go in yeah we're good <clears throat> okay yeah right. what about you 
Okay, so most uncomfortable, well, most comfortable is actually missionary for me. Yeah. Because I, um, because it's the laziest position. I'm like, why do I like it? It's like, I like it too. Again, lack angle. of effort. I also oh, yeah. like kind of that body to body, chest to chest. Yes, I feel do too. Is good for me. <laughs> um, most uncomfortable, I would say reverse cowgirl. Oh, yeah. On top, turned around. It's, but I think in some ways it saves my legs because I'm not. On yeah, his hips. I'm like leaning forward, but it doesn't hit my spots. So it's like it's what it is. Is it's my I know, it's my like I'm giving it to you. Yeah, because I for me I love you, but this is really <laughs> this so is true. Like, I don't a dildo, and you can stimulate that. But even that, there's like I don't feel like I'm a little like that to me is distracting. Like I can't. I'm not a big fan of toys with another person. Like. Mm. unless they're using it on me, like, but not like when we're having sex, I don't like, for some reason, it's like too distracting to me. Mm. And I'm just, I, I don't know. But yeah, that, that, I think it's what because like, ring? have you ever done that with the little vibrator on it? It's been a really long time since I've done that. For those who, um, <clears throat> I've actually bought it from multiple people. It's like a little stretchy thing, just in case someone's like, what the hell? Not cockering where it makes the penis bigger. Like it's a stretchy no, no. <laughs> thing. The, the guy will put on his penis and then there's a little vibrator. So it's a little pocket rocket vibrator. And that mm-hmm. that, that doesn't help in reverse cowgirl because all it's doing is no. now stimulating like your taint or something, which yeah. it looks like that. Uh, <laughs> Ding. <laughs> but, oh yeah, right. But, um, <laughs> But the, but it's nice when you're more uh, face to face. So you yeah. don't like, you no, think I, too much stimulation for you because I think sometimes vibrators can be like a little yes. like, oh, yeah. Like, I don't even use a vibrator myself. I don't, um, oh, anymore. Use the crystal. I use my crystal wand. Dildo, wand. Sorry. Crystal. Yeah. I use my crystal wand. <laughs> you're yes, not my crystal penis. I do, yeah, actually can get off uh, through penetration, which I know a lot of women yeah, can't. Um, yeah, so for, yeah, I can do both. Um, yeah. So again, I think I just, I am very sensitive too. So it that's where it's like, angle is very important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can see why reverse cowgirl is like, the penis isn't really supposed to bend that way. So why, you know, so it's almost like you're keeping it in a position to where it's like, not supposed to be therefore it's of course it's not going to be hitting your spots i don't know no because you're it's all exposed you're like you're pretty much just getting yeah. a fantasy of like it looks like you're going in my butt but you're not yeah and yeah. why don't we just do doggy styles easier <laughs> it's the, the change of yeah doggy styles like a lot easier um mm-hmm. no but that's probably a, that's my least favorite that makes that makes sense yeah i don't I, I don't even ever do that i never even offer it <laughs> The guy asked for me, like, I'll, like you, I'll do it. But, like, it's not something my that's my go-to. No, 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 no. I th- Well, especially, like, I don't think it was <laughs> with Carl eventually. And it was one of the ones suggested for height difference. And I was like, is this oh, that makes sense. for the males or the females? Like, and it was, yes. <laughs> like, I don't know about this. But then there was another one. I call it scissors. Where oh, yeah. the two legs... But because Carl and I are so tall, it's more like I get in a scissor position and he. Yeah. Like from behind. Yeah. Like your chest and your side to side. <laughs> oh God. How do you explain this over the radio? And you're like, so consider, put your fingers in two P signs and then put them together like that. Well, that looks like girls. That looks like two girls yeah, putting like together. Girl sex. <laughs> okay. But, or lady, you know, women sex, whatever. But if you have. Yes. But if the guy's kind of, um, for Carl, if he's on his knees, we can kind of arrange that in a way that I scissor him one leg under. Okay. I'm trying to imagine. Okay. Oh no, I know what you're talking about. Yes, yes, yes. One leg was like under their teeth. In between their, yes. And then he does something else with the other leg. Okay. Yeah. I got it. I gotcha. We had to accommodate that being with shorter men and stuff that wasn't uh, we could do scissors yeah carl and i like it looks it doesn't work and he's like what the hell like 
Have you? I can imagine. Yeah. Not stretchy or someone that's more stretchy than you. Does that? Have... Yeah. Um, I can see. Yes, I've been with. Like I've never been with you. I can see you with your yoga. Teacher. Oh. Me? Yeah. Ugh, they might intimidate me because I'm really like, I think you're more. But that maybe that's good for me. Who knows? Um, because <laughs> I'm like, I don't feel like I'm that flexible sometimes. Um, I think I'm flexible where it matters. But uh, yeah, I've definitely <laughs> been with. <laughs> bumper sticker on your car. I'm flexible where it matters. Such an Aquarius statement. You can. That's your. That you should point out. I'm going to. I'm going to put it on my wall. <laughs> yeah. It can also be a political statement. It has so many things. It's, it does. It's, yeah. it's read into it however you want to read into it. It's my motto for life. I'm flexible where it matters. <laughs> but I was trying to imagine. I've been. I think I notice more when there's men who um, are not as flexible because I'm like, oh, because they can't get the angle that I need. And then I'm like, mm. I'm like this sucks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that I, there's been a couple times I'm not as, but most of the time I'm pretty, I'm probably was more when I went to, did yoga a lot more, but now I can get in positions. Like I could get plank, hold my body weight because I do more weightlifting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. For how- sure. Strengthening your body and your muscles for sure. Has, I, yes. Your core. Oh my gosh. Especially if you're on top, like I'm telling you, yeah. oh, it's yeah, so yeah, much yeah. easier. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, uh, okay. That's funny. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna, like, get I into love fantasy. how I veer you from the script because I was like, no, I, I think it's fun. Um, okay. So do you have any, like one of your most fun erotic play stories that you're willing to share? Yes. I, um, I do. Okay. So like one with, with Carl and I, we had one of the fun things that we did. I'll, I'll give you one with Carl and one with my late husband. Cause I think they're mm-hmm. kind of different. Mm-hmm. So Carl's like stoic, quieter. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the straight man. Like I'm all, I'm the personality in the front and you have to, he has to warm up to you. So just mm-hmm. I'm giving a, a background. So we easing decided, us in. Yeah. We decided <laughs> to go down take a train to san diego and carl packed like a sex bag like it was like and what was in it it was like scarves um handcuffs there was erotic stories there was lube there was dildos there was a cock ring like it was like if we got pulled over by tsa (laughs) you know (laughs) i love it um and that was like the total go- goal. And we, and he knows if he can get, get me a couple drinks in me, like I am You're like game on game on. Yeah. Yeah. So we had some wine. I had wine going down <laughs> and, um, we got there and it was almost like what I enjoyed about it was I would like reach in and whatever I grabbed, that's what we would pl- like play with. But the, so it was, to me, it was just a night of our intention was to go out to dinner. We never made it to dinner because nice. we just had fun. And it was like, whatever was there was what we were going to use. But the funny part, by the end of the night, I had Carl so tied up. Like I kept, I was such a, like a dominatrix that night. Like, oh my God. He was like what? And he was like, well, how do you use this? I'm like, oh, here, I'll show you. And then next thing you know, I have him like sprawled out on the bed, blindfold. And he is just like, how did this happen? <laughs> Like, and I was just, and I think for me, it was just so much fun. And he was very good about giving me the feedback I needed to be like, um, keep going. Like you're, you're on the right track. This is fun. I'm enjoying myself. I love that. You're just being really expressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it like flipped. And then the next night it was more like central. It was more mm-hmm. like, and he led that one, mm-hmm. um, which is not his, we'll talk about the quiz. That's not yeah. his strong suit. He's yeah. Like, I uh, got other, so for him, so it was really nice to have that variety and to have the time where we just yeah. said, we are going away for a weekend to have the time to, to play with this. So mm-hmm. on the flip side, when Chris was alive, Chris is Sagittarius. So he loves novelty, adventurous. And we one time met, we, we were, we met like 
I don't know if it was a bar or a restaurant. I'm going back like to probably my early thirties, maybe my twenties. And we were like two different personalities mm-hmm. and we just play. And he's so good about it. Cause I will break character like nobody's business. Cause yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm like, ah! And it was just fun because he played like the straight guy and he was really charismatic, funny and silly. And he was like, no. And he was just like, I'm going to fuck you. And this is how it's going <laughs> to go. And, and oh I was like, uh like I couldn't keep up with him but it was what I enjoyed was he like just being somebody different yeah and then playing that out and sometimes you can hide behind being another character so if you want to try something or you want to do something Mm -hmm. um but that requires like a lot of safety Mm -hmm. in a relationship but for sure those are my two ones that I thought of okay what about you nice (laughs) you're like enough about me the bathroom one no (laughs) god the bathroom one Oh God. No, I know that, that, I mean, it was fun, but that was just like a one-time thing. I'm thinking of like, so for me, the best times that I've had it is like, obviously when I do it with just one person. So when it's like a long, you know, um, not when you do it with a bunch of people. Well, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like a one, (laughs) you're like, no, that's why I asked. (laughs) Not, um, so not that that's not what I meant. Like, um, being in a relationship, right? So being with someone you feel safe with, I shouldn't say being in a relationship because sometimes you don't necessarily feel the safest to explore that mm-hmm. way. So for me, it's all about safety and comfortability. Um, <clears throat> and, um, also like it when the man leads anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so I dated this guy like a few years ago, like three or four years ago, and we had already known each other and we were friends, but it was just like that we had this instant kind of like comfortability with each other. So we had like some of the most amazing sex I've ever had. It's like, I don't even have like one scenario. It was basically like, also sometimes we would do, um, we would do Molly together. And uh. <laughs> that so that also made it, but the thing about it, like for you, like what you're saying is like the uninterrupted time, like just having the time to explore, that's like my absolute favorite. So through, stuff that we would do is how I realized like how much I really like nipple play. <laughs> like my nipples are very sensitive. Yeah. Um, and so he would basically just like, he was very much like he could feel into like what I liked and just wanted to please me. So mm. if he, and like going off of that and building off of that and we would just, I don't know, it would turn me on in such a way to where like, I would be willing to do anything. I <laughs> <laughs> saying we did like, but, you know, it's like we explored anal and, and, you know, like even, even with him, like, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, cause so like switching back up with roles back and forth too is something I really like. Um, no, it's not just all about me. I also love yeah. pleasing, pleasing the man and like asking like, what do you like? What do you want? And, but it has to be like vice versa. So yeah, for me, um, that's when it becomes the most fun is when we're equally trying to please each other and we're getting off on pleasing each other. Um, and the communication too. I also really like to like send pictures or videos to each other and when we're not together and talk about it and what do you Mm want to do to me? And what do you, you know, what do you want to do that kind of of foreplay? Yeah. So even if we don't necessarily do the things we talk about, it's just the turn on that gets me, you know, excited. And then it's like, for me, I'm very much about in the moment, whatever feels good in the moment. So like, Ooh, let's try that. Or let's do this position. Um, so yeah. <laughs> okay. Question: What's it like having sex on Molly? And everyone, Molly is ecstasy. Yes. Um, How the um, hell it got named Molly? I have no idea. But unfortunately for me, a lot of my Molly experiences were <laughs> like I came. Yeah, I would remember. No. Yeah. Well, I would come down and I have like a really big, like emotional. Like it would just be very. It would be kind of disturbing sometimes to my nervous system to where I would have like emotional reactions that weren't necessarily like what you want to have. Like like after the fact. Yes. Like as you're coming down. Yeah. Um, I don't remember a lot of the sex, honestly, when we were on Molly, to be honest, (laughs) I don't. (laughs) I've never done it. Yeah. I, I, I was, it was so funny. I was in a training with someone who worked a psychologist who worked in, on research using um, 
uh, hallucinogens, all kind from Molly, like all these different mm-hmm. types with um, vets who severe PTSD, who couldn't shake yeah, it. Yeah. Everything, major success. So I, at lunch, would just go right up to this poor woman. This like, was probably like, leave me the hell alone lady. And I was like, all right, so what's the effect? Like, I know, like I heard this about the brain and blah, blah, blah. Cause only drug that probably has ever got me curious or desiring to want to use is ecstasy in a sexual relationship because yeah. the way it's described to me seems like everything gets heightened. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You want to touch, you want to, but I'm yes. so scared. Like, I don't want the freak out. Right. Yes. It's not. So it, it's not like I would, it would just be like emotional releases and like, but then also like I couldn't sleep and then I'd be in my head and I'd be thinking about all these things and I, my mind would be racing. And I just don't like that stuff. Cause it's like, you feel like you're out of control. Like you can't okay. control it. And honestly, if you're very sensitive and open and like already in tune with your senses, like, like I am, I think that's why it also is not the best for me to do because mm-hmm. it's too, it, too much, too much. It's, yeah. it's, I don't need it to get to that space already. Yeah. If that makes sense. So yeah. you could be the same way if you're, if you're already super mm-hmm. sensitive and you don't have a problem getting to that place, you're, okay. it, it'll be, it might be over, it might be overwhelming <laughs> for you. I know I'm serious. Like I don't think that gets talked about enough is, <clears throat> uh, drugs like that are not for everybody. <laughs> I think it's what I, I think what I'm excited about is that, that we're becoming a society that doesn't demonize the drugs. Yeah. There's, there's, you know, wonderful opportunities for healing. People have done ayahuasca, different ceremonies using it because they're looking for, um, they're trying to create that heightened state. Yeah. And I think, wow, you know, for a couple that wants to have it, explore it, like where's someone they could talk to. Yeah. Hey, here's what I've done. Here's what I recommend. Right. What is your body weight? Like, like, just consider it because yeah, really we're just humans like experiences and we bond with sex like it's a bonding experience yeah. so and we're uh, se- we're in physical bodies and we have five, five different senses and we're supposed yeah. to stimulate those um yeah. and that's we're meant to feel things i just think it's you have to be careful it depends on what how sensitive you are yeah. and what you've been through in your life and how ready you are to do those types of things because sometimes your nervous system can't handle what might come out of it because, mm-hmm. you know, like people have amazing experiences on psychedelics and, and, you know, with ayahuasca and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And then people have really like, and it's not that it's a bad experience and you shouldn't have done it. It's just like, you never know what you're going to get out of it. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. So you have and to be prepared. I think for me, sometimes like alcohol as so far has been the one that kind of like loosens me up and I yeah. can get really <clears throat> super playful. So, um, but I noticed like, I wouldn't drink, like when I would go on dates mm. with someone new, I wouldn't, I would drink maybe two, maybe because I just was like, I know I'll make different decisions Yes. In a, in a committed relationship. Like the different decisions are like fun. <laughs> so <laughs> different. They're so di- It's like the opposite. Like, you sure you don't want the second or third drink. Cause I right? know what I, who I'm going to come home to is going to be so oh much more yes. adventurous. Yes. So I love it. No, yeah. that's, that's so true. I actually like, um, having sex sober more so than I do when I'm, have been drinking. I'm now, I, I think you, I used to be the opposite, but I think it's because I can be more present in the moment. And like, mm. also it's sometimes harder for you to, to have an orgasm when you're drinking. I don't know, at least for me, um, not for me, but I do think what I, I will be more like on the kinky, yeah. Um, um, energetic side of sex. Right. But if I want to have like a connection sensual, yeah. sober is like mm-hmm. a better place for me to come from. Um, yeah. I think it's okay, bad because so- the alcohol numbs. I don't know. For me, it's like a numbing. So it's like that way I can't feel as much as I would if I wasn't drinking. Mm. Yeah. I don't think I have that. No, maybe there might be, but I don't. It did, I mean, everyone's different. Yeah. But mine doesn't make me as sweet and gentle. I'm like rowdy and <laughs> no, I get like, it. Well, that's what I'm yeah. saying is like, and if you're, and that's that me too, like for sure, I yeah. could take it. I could take it harder for sure. <laughs> <laughs> if I've been drinking. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. okay. <laughs> so we need to explain to everyone. Yes. We reference a quiz. So Bethany, tell us about what's this quiz and it's what called different categories. Yeah. So if you were in our pussy book club, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but if you're in the group, we talked about it 
I think I think Mino brought it up on the the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's an, called the Erotic Blueprint Quiz, and you go and you just answer some questions about what you like, and um, it gives you like a percentage of. I think there's five different types. One, two, three, four. Yeah, five what, different I, categories. I think okay. yeah, um, and we'll go over them in a second. <clears throat> but it's a good way to see like maybe you don't have the language or the knowledge of like, I know I like this, but I don't know, like, you know, you might surprise yourself too and figure out, oh, I actually like this more. No wonder I'm like that. Or no wonder I like this. You know, it it gives you a sense of probably acceptance of your sexual desires. And then it also helps you if you have like a partner, you have them take it, you see where you match up or where you're different. And it doesn't mean that you guys aren't compatible. It just means like, you, you know, you can explore different types of things. And that's generally why we pick partners anyways. Like, someone who's opposite or someone who can give us something we don't already have, you know, give us an experience we don't already have. So, um, the erotic blueprint quiz, and we'll put it in the, you, the link will be in the, um, show notes to go and take yours. I highly recommend it. I think what I'm learning with my clients is that I'm taking compatible (laughs) off the table and I'm saying, Mm. are you, um, well, at least with my, um, partners right because I'll have them take this quiz and I have them take the five love languages yeah to me those are like two quick easy and you have to also look at quizzes like is it gonna take 10 days they're <laughs> like what we have to take a quiz how many questions right but what I like about these is it's not compatible as under understandable like it helps yeah and just what get your it's gets your partner off right and well, of not- course there's a there has to be a willingness like compatibility yes like Sometimes there's way too many differences with compatibility, but if you're already in a relationship and you know, you're willing to do whatever it, it, you need to, to work it out with this person, like, yeah, the compatibility thing isn't really an issue. It's more so what are you willing to do for me? And what am I willing to do for you? Totally. Or able. Yeah. So, okay. So what are the five? Why do I keep thinking so, those four? No, there's five. So there's energetic, sensual, sexual, kinky. Oh wait, did I, maybe, maybe there are four. Oh no, and shapeshifter. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, um, I think probably because the shapeshifter one is like a combination of all of them. Mm -hmm. That's so that it's, yeah, maybe that's why you're thinking for. All right. So I'm top in, um, I'm sexual, sensual, energetic, Mm -hmm. almost like I would be a shapeshifter, except I have very little and kinky. (laughs) <laughs> like I'm like less than 10%. Mm-hmm. We go to, so Carl took this mm-hmm. and just so you know, anyone listening, like partners are like, the guys are totally down. Like sex, take us to quiz. Like, no, oh, yeah. I always get the sex quiz faster from my male clients than I get the love language one. Oh, for sure. Um, but, and Carl is heavy on kinky mm. and then some sexual um, sensual and very little energetic. Like, mm. so I think th- what it looks like is, well, here you go. And then I want to explain how it shows up in our relationship. Oh, you don't want to keep going. Okay. So okay, yeah, <laughs> you're already talking about it. It's okay. I think for me, it's, uh, define the difference between sensual and sexual for me, because so sensual is very much all about the five senses and yes. the environment. You need to feel relaxed in whatever whoever you're with, wherever you are, it's all about stimulating the five senses. And then, um, sexual, I don't know exactly. I was, (laughs) I I get tripped up on. Yeah. Sexual. We might have to look it up for you. Yeah. So for me, I'm very high energetic, which is playful novelty. Um, I keep thinking it's like the cheerleader in the bedroom. Like, "Ah!" that's how, like, I think if they were like little characters, and I'm all about playing. I think it's the funniest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my kind of go-to when there's more, I trust and have, the more I can feel self-expressed and, and I don't step over stuff. So if there's a noise mm-hmm. that happens, there's something goofy. Like I think sex is messy. It's yeah. Um, loud. It can be loud. Shit happens. And I don't step over that in life and I don't step over it in sex. I'm like, oh my gosh. So, and I just makes me laugh. So I really come at sex in a playful, energetic way. Carl comes at it in a very kinky way. Like Mm. 
we are going to fuck. Like, and <laughs> we're gonna, like, and he has almost like tunnel vision of um, how we're gonna do it. If he, if he could play out his fantasies, it would have, you know, like that more, if it was tying up, more like the, Kinky to me is like kind of pushes the limits on almost anything. Mm-hmm. And from I think that pleasure, pain, a little bit. Yes, um, yes. A little bit of dominating. And he and he can go either way. Me, him, him, me. He doesn't mm-hmm. care. But um, so we look like that's two different. I mean, it's like like it's like I'm a rom-com and he's 50 shades of gray. So we're like, <laughs> Like, how, how are we going to hump it out? <laughs> I, oh, my God. That is so funny to, to him. Like, right? I love that visual. <laughs> and so what we, I think for him, for me, it's like initiating some kinky pieces. Like, if I say right. I want it, because he, he's, uh, he's open to it, because he wants me to feel safe to anything. Right. And for him is to loosen up and let the play and the fun, like almost like having to blend the two things. Yeah, yeah. Together. Well, you know what I think, sorry, I didn't interrupt you. Um, The difference between sensual and sexual, I think what I get is that sexual is more about that like sexual polarity. So that would mean masculine, feminine. Like I wanna be in my feminine, I want you to be in your masculine, right? And it's like, I want you to pursue me. I want, you know, you to be the pursuer. And then like being able to switch too. So it's Mm -hmm. very much about like, where I feel like sensual is more so like the environment needs to feel nice and safe. And like, if there is a weird smell, I'm not going to be able to, you know, focus. Whereas I think if you're more dominantly sexual, none of that's going to matter if you're turned on, as long as you're, as long as you're like, Oh my God, I need to have you right now. Like, it doesn't matter if there's a weird smell or something. (laughs) I totally do. I like, I think Carl and I, and maybe it's because together we have four children and we're like, well, anywhere. But I, um, but I, what I like about sensual is that it is, to me, it leads towards, even though some people can wrap it up in kinky and we've heard yeah. that because for me, sensual leads me more to like that heart connection. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes will utilize that. And that's something actually Carl and I both are not strong in is, um, he's a little, probably a, lot, a little stronger than I am. Yeah. Um, and bringing in that more sensual, more that lovemaking. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. We, yeah. So but okay, what, that's what? a good point. I was gonna say, that's a good point though, about these quizzes is like, it's not an end all be all. So these things can change over time. So like yeah. you could be with the partner and like you just said, like, I feel like you guys are both through, through the connection you guys have, maybe you're turning a little bit more sensual because of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. and you, maybe you're being a little bit more kinky because of you being with him and, and, and vice versa, whatever he gets from from being with you. So things can change over time. And that's what I was going to talk about too, because the first time I took this quiz back when we did the pussy um, book club, it was a shapeshifter. Like literally it was like 22% across the board, everything. Mm. And so shapeshifter is like being able to match and change into, to any of these. And it usually depends on your partner too. And like what they're interested in. So I was like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. So then I took it again. um, Cause that was months ago. I took it again, right before when I was creating the um, script for this and it was uh, more energetic. And I was like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. And I do feel like I I am a very energetic person, but I think it's just a product of the work I've been doing for myself, making sure I'm in tune with energy. So I'm like energetic is like 25%, 21% sensual, 17 sexual. And then, um, no, no. Then I'm like 22 across the board. Yeah. 20, 17% sexual. And then like 22 kinky and 20, whatever else is left. Energetic. Oh no, wait, that was the first time. Sorry, I'm looking at my notes. (laughs) (laughs) I I wrote it here. What went up? So which one changed the second time? What went up? Energetic. Okay. So that's different because that's personally, I think that's at I wouldn't say it's the opposite of kinky, but in my relationship, it feels like the opposite sometimes. Mm -hmm. So that's interesting that that would go up. Mm -hmm. Um, I think if I were to be, if I had taken this test when I was married to Chris, we probably both would have very sexual Mm. and then energetic, but I think sexual would have been higher because we both had a tendency, sex 
we had to be conscious to make it more an emotional yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. We made it more like it was ah, physical. Because it was primal. You know, I think that's like what sexual is more so. It's that primal, like, ooh, you're, I don't know why I'm so- Fuck it out. Yeah, I don't know why I'm so fucking turned on by you, but I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, and I think that, I, you know, I think just knowing it, and I think I always, I always ask my clients sometimes, like, here's, here's one of the things I've noticed is there's making love, there's having sex mm-hmm. and there's fucking mm-hmm. what one do you go to what one do you maybe do you avoid yeah and lots of times it's sometimes that's where a barrier could show up is someone mm-hmm. goes, oh my gosh he always wants to make love i just want to fuck mm-hmm. like, oh okay so that primal shit yeah and then you're <laughs> like what ends up happening and they like well we probably have sex we probably blend what, well, what would making love look like or what would be fucking look like? Mm-hmm. And I've worked with clients and it's what I love is like, I had the bias that males wanted to fuck and women mm-hmm. want to make love actually total opposite. Mm-hmm. It is consistently Same. like yep. men, the males and you know, op, uh, opposite gender relationships yeah. want to make love and the females want to fuck. And I'm like, interesting but I think that goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning is that they because we want different like how Mm -hmm. we show up in the world is we want some we want the opposite when we go into the bedroom so therefore if a man is like in this very masculine power out in the Mm -hmm. world of course he's going to come into the bedroom and be like I want to be soft and feminine and like I want you to I want to make love to you right and then if the woman is maybe like nurturing and soft and feminine showing up in the world she's gonna be like I want you to like ravish me like right I want to fuck so So (laughs) um what you're yeah. saying is like, I think women get more of that intimate emotional connection outside the bedroom. So, but right. what they can't get in a monogamous relationship is the sex, like that primal yeah. fucking. So that's what they look for where men right. are not opposite. getting that intimate connection. So they yeah. walk into the bedroom. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, very... Interesting. I never thought about it like that until this conversation. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So I wanted to talk about like how, if we can help our listeners at all, if you're interested, (laughs) how you can bring more erotic play into your life. Um, so I wanted to come from my perspective because I'm single. I've been single for a long time. I've had, you know, I have been with different partners. I've been dating, which means I'm with new partners and I also have to take care of it myself (laughs) because I don't have anyone there to be like, Hey, let's fuck it out. Um, So my suggestion for anyone who relates to this, or even if it's like, even if you're, you are in a relationship, but you want something different, self-pleasure is where to start. Like, how do you, what, like, you have to notice how you get turned on. Like it may, it may be having to look at porn, like what turns you on with porn? Like, and, and then also noticing like, if it's different from day to day, or if it's usually the same, Mm -hmm. um, also taking this quiz is really helpful um, because then you can kind of like have a direction to go and be like, okay, so I'm, I'm more energetic. So I'm going to focus on energetically what turns me on or I'm sensual. So like what senses do I need to like, you know, heighten in order to get turned on. Um, uh, So, and make it, making it, how you make it like play is you don't want to take it so seriously and think like, oh my God, if I don't do this, like usually we think there's like some kind of consequence, like we have to do it this way, or it needs to come out, like needs to be perfect. Like, no, it's like, just have fun with it. Like try something out. If you don't like it, then you're like, okay, I didn't really like that. So I'm not going to do that again. Um, that's kind of how you figure out what you like is like trial and error. So just try new things. You know, you have to kind of be open to trying something new. And even if it is by yourself, like that's probably the most, the safest place to start is, and again, it, kind of, I mean, I know I don't really like to promote porn because I know there's a lot of like unethical stuff that happens there, but, um, just Google ethical porn. Yeah. Google ethical porn. There's this, there's a site called Balesa, I think it's called, um, that's like made by women for women. Um, there's different pieces. There's several sites, but you can, but yeah, don't be afraid to just like kind of dive into what turns you on. And again, I think starting with the quiz helps, but then also, that is going to help you if you are single when you have a new partner you can actually communicate to them like hey i like this hey do you want to try this um and then also opening it up for them to say like hey what do you like what do you want um sometimes it's it's easier to do that with new people i don't know for me at least i've noticed that 
I actually feel more comfortable with like brand new people or like people who I'm not emotionally attached to, to be able to mm-hmm. do that stuff. I know it has a lot to do with just a lot of other things that I'm not going to get into for myself, but like, um, some people are like that. So it might be easier for you. And then I don't know, uh, Aaron can talk about being in a relationship and, and, you know, being in long-term relationships and how to, to move through, I don't know, bring the erotic play in there, especially if you have some kind of blocks or, you know, something, like you said, there's always a, some, a symptom, if there's something, it's a symptom, if there's something yeah. going on. I, just to tag on a little bit on single, I think knowing where you're and letting people, whoever you're with or potentially mm-hmm. with is where your boundaries are like, yeah. Hey, my boundary is here. Yeah. And it's from like protected sex to, yes. I'm not going to have sex until this point. Right. Or I need to feel whatever your boundary, I need to feel connected or I don't need to like, don't tell me about your ex or I don't yeah, want yeah. to like whatever those boundaries are. Yeah. It creates that kind that nest of uh, safety where you're yes. like, okay, I feel like I can trust you to open my body to. Exactly. Here's the only thing I would say. And then I'm, I'd give my suggestion on is on relationship sex is just know it's my belief. Cause I really landed for me when I, uh, took a workshop with an anthropologist that talked about when you have sex, your body chemistry connects to the person. Yeah. What she was saying, asserting was men have days, like a couple of days mm-hmm. where they feel a connection after sex with someone. Mm-hmm. Female have females have like several weeks. Yeah. And I was like, why the hell is that the thing? And she basically said, we on a just on a um, biology level, like mm-hmm. it's about survival. Our body is like, oh, I humped you. <laughs> Am I pregnant? You yeah. might have to be my person to protect yeah, yeah. me and provide. Yeah. And so she said, just be aware that that is takes, you might not actually have an intellectual, emotional yeah. connection. It's really just a biochemistry yeah. of survival. So just note that. Regarding um, couples, one thing I, I encourage my clients to look at if they want to kind of rev up the bedroom is what do you like to do if you're wanting to put play in? What do you find is fun outside the bedroom? And I get from board games to sports to um, particular like going to the movies and I'm like all right how can we sexualize that mm-hmm. and and for my clients that love like board games or like okay great so you're gonna bring that game into the bedroom maybe yeah. when you lose you have to take off pieces of clothing or maybe they have to do something that you really like I mean I even did it to the point where one she was so competitive she was like an athlete but she was <laughs> giving blowjobs she didn't hate it but she was just like ah so they would bring a game in the bedroom and if she lost it was like a card game or something it was a minute of a blowjob oh so God. he was like let's play this all and then she I, forget, I can't remember what she wanted i think she wanted like a massage like she uh, it wasn't even that sexual right was, like her love language oh my gosh they were like and what she said both of them said was it turned it from being this like battle Mm. of you don't give this to me you don't give this to me to being like this kind of fun game yeah the other thing is if you're really physical like gosh I run I exercise wrestle yeah (laughs) yeah do physical things you know do yoga together and it doesn't have yoga positions just anything where your bodies are like touching Mm. that can turn into a real sexual play yeah I mean one of the best I think I've seen with clients is when they play tag and they're running around Uh because what's happening is your adrenaline's going up yeah and when your adrenaline's going up and you're like and possibly you know I can't remember now so is it dopamine or serotonin whatever there's one I don't know I'm bad with that yeah is a great chemical to have it's a great foreplay Mm -hmm. so for me, and then lastly, the other thing is what sense. So for you, what do you love to? So if I, if you were Bethany, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I love a good smell, or oh, I love tasting things, or I love hearing things, I love touching. What's your like most like you find you lean into that sense? I'm definitely about sound more so. So it's like having music on, um, mm-hmm. like even if it's just softly playing in the background, because like 
and it, it, you have to it has to be like the right type of music otherwise i get distracted too <laughs> like <laughs> so like if your partner put some music that was like sensual and then new parts of your body mm. that were heightened like if you had like a real classical like do 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 that build up mm-hmm. and they paired it with your nipple play like yeah you, it might enhance a whole nother yeah piece some people are really oral right so yeah bring food yeah tasting blindfold sometimes it's touching um mm-hmm. using different items i did it to carl my god you should have seen the things i pulled out i love it i was like a handle of a spoon i was just a handle of a spoon. and he liked it so much i was like shit i gotta find more and if he knew all the stuff i had rubbing up against his body and it's yeah. like more intimate areas he was like what are you gonna do and so for him that kind of kinky play made him nervous yeah. and yeah. He was excited yeah for you know for other nervous. people like well, yeah. nervous and excitement is the same thing. It's just how you interpret it. So, yeah. 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 So those are some of my suggestions. I love it. Um, yeah. I'd say for me, the biggest thing is communication. Like first mm-hmm. you have to get to know yourself and, yes. and then get to know your partner and then communicate about it. I don't know for me, probably cause I'm an air sign and I just love words, but like that. And I'm also <laughs> like a, I'm a sapiosexual. So anyone I can have like a good conversation with I generally am like attracted to more. Yeah. So if we have really open communication, we can talk about anything and they're not going to be like surprised or grossed out or like, even if I say something that's like kind of just like off the wall and like not necessarily what mm-hmm. I would want to do, like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, if they don't, how they receive what I, my communication is like, I'm all about it. So then it yeah. feels like, you know, then to me, it feels like, there isn't really a limit and we can like explore. I love the idea that I could explore and try anything at least once. And if I don't like it, I don't like it. But if I do, let's do it again. <laughs> I think it'd be interesting. What, what for the, when you look at astrology for the, um, like the sun element, right? Water, mm. what do you think they would want? Earth, air, mm. air, definitely words, right? Cause it's here. Mm-hmm. When you look at water, I think, like emotional connection yes but also like creating i think for water signs sometimes they have a have to have a heightened sense heightened sense of safety yes to like make them be vulnerable especially if they're going to do something they're not used to absolutely so when someone can emotionally really be that protective kind Mm -hmm. of like safe space i could see a water sign being whatever you, and really almost probably maybe the most flexible one, but they have to have that emotional. Yes, absolutely. Connection. Yeah. I think fire signs, they need someone who just wants to have sex all the time. Like they need like someone to match their energy output. (laughs) I do. And do you think that there's a little bit of like needing to be adored? Like you're good at this. I feel like fire signs are like humpers, but they're also like, you're the best fucker I've ever met. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ego stroking. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's also just like passion. Like it's not, and it, it's not just about the, I think fire signs do want, yeah, they do want to feel desire, like that desire, that passion with somebody and like they're desired and they're like that person's passionate about pleasing them just as much as, cause I feel like fire signs are that way too. It's like, they want to get that energy. So they they want like that heightened state in their life. Well, yeah. I think I, and then we were talking about this before. We're like, wonder if fire signs are the only ones that can do angry sex. Yes. Yeah. We were talking about that before we started recording, huh? So no, I, I'm not good at it, but that's I'm what I was thinking though. Turn. If you tend to have, say you're in a relationship and you guys fight a lot, right? You, you, it's like, that's probably just sexual tension that wants to be released. <laughs> I reference. I'll be like, wait, when's the last time we had sex? Yeah. Okay. And I ask clients that like, when I talk yeah. to my couples, when's the last time you had sex? And they're mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry. Let's talk about this. I'm like, no, this is something just to be considered. Yeah. Okay, and then earth signs. I feel like they just want us to be practical. It's like, they want us to be easy. <laughs> if Capricorns don't, I think they want to like, I think they want the environment to feel like. Maybe. Like yeah. To, so but I also. Sneaky, they probably need all that sh- like physical things. To me, I feel like it needs to make sense for them. Like it needs to be practical and like, like, okay, like. Of course, that makes sense. Why, like, I don't know, like that. That's what I get from Earth signs. Um, practical. I see. Practical. I get a little like it's more. Um, in addition to that, it's mm-hmm. um, it's like um, it has to make sense to them. I get that, but there's something about 
well, how's that, like, how's that going to go, which is a practical, yeah. and mm-hmm. then how, like, what is it going to work? Yeah. yeah. How's it going like, to work? I'm wanting the environment to feel. Yes. I could just see like a Virgo not wanting to have like, what you want to have here? Like, yes. That's what I'm saying. Is, yeah. It needs to make good. sense. Yes. It yeah. needs to make sense. Uh, like, okay. I get, see you're making sense. Yeah. I'm seeing it more like comfortable environment, yeah. be, but it has to be that. Yeah. 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 Maybe, maybe, but it's very physical and physically doesn't make it is right. Like that. Cause that's what earth signs are really great at is like, I feel like they, they can be very logical. Like they can see like, they see the physical world and how it works more so than maybe mm-hmm. some of the other signs. Yeah. Um, and so that's why it like, it needs to make sense in the physical for them. So that, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that was a lot of fun. Oh, that um, was. yeah. Did you have anything else to add for our listeners? <laughs> no, I would. Well, the only thing I'd say is like, uh, take the erotic play uh, yes. Take the erotic blueprint. We'll put yes. it in the show notes. And then mm-hmm. if you're also wanting to look at like how you connect with your partner, you can also look at the five, the five love language quiz too, because that's yes. like more the emotional side yes. connection. And, and maybe look at like, how do we blend those two? Like, how do we line those up so that I have a really satisfying, connected, engaged, fun mm-hmm. relationship with my yeah. person or my and you can even take the love language with someone, you know, you're only going to have sex with three times, like make the yeah. three times really good. Yeah. In the blueprint. Totally. Yeah. Take advantage for as long as you have that person in your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a good connection with them and the sex is good, like, yeah. Make and it. if you're listening to us, you're definitely into self-awareness. And I feel like yeah. those of us that are in self-awareness and connecting to our intuition are like little fairies in the world of dating. So you're making mm-hmm. these people, men and women better yes. because you're sprinkling your conscious self-aware self-love on them. And that only helps the next person that comes in line. Absolutely. And it helps you too, because any, any interaction you have is helping you become more aware of yourself and totally. become more self-reflective and heal and, and change. So yeah, good on you. <laughs> All right. Have All right. Erotic play. Yes. Have fun with your eroticism, everyone. Yes. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.